0: Delicious dishes and generous sizes that really satisfy the appetite. So come hang with the sports crowd at Rafferty's. It's the tastiest place in town.
1: Welcome to Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's and double dogs. In episode 76, Oscar finishes up with the all-time leading rusher at the University of Kentucky and a former SEC Player of the Year, Sonny Collins. How good was Sonny Collins? He had his own page in the UK Media Guide to list his numerous awards and honors throughout his career, and that includes being the SEC's all-time leading rusher at the end of his career at Kentucky. Sonny talks with Oscar about his teammates at Kentucky, including Mike Fanuzzi, Dallas Owens, Rod Stewart, Art Still, Warren Bryant, Mike Saganis, and his two coaches, John Ray and Fran Kersey. We'll hear about Sonny's favorite athlete, his favorite entertainer, his best college game, and his biggest disappointment. We'll also get Sonny's opinion about his current records that he holds and how he feels about records being broken. A dynamic personality on and off the field during his days at UK, Sonny Collins takes a look back at his memorable and historic career, offering a great perspective on the game and his life. This is Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's and Double Dogs, and his guest, Alfred Sonny Collins.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your teammates. What do you remember from the good times here? And let's just go through
2: some names and you tell
0: me what what do you remember? And let's start with Tom Clark.
2: Tom Clark, uh, if I'm not thinking back on, I think Tom was an uh, offensive guard. I know he was on the line. Extremely talented, very smart. He was quiet. I recalled seeing Tom off, you know, off season, and he worked hard. You know. uh, I, I'm
0: assuming you have a, a special. Uh, Failing for offensive linemen.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Dan Neal was the same way. Ernie Lewis. Ernie uh, was really a good quarterback. I played against Ernie uh, in high school, and he was an All-American high school out of Elizabethtown, Kentucky. He lived up to it, Uh, and uh, I was was really proud to be a part, uh, you know, being a teammate when I came here to University of Kentucky. Uh, he did a good job. Mike Fannuzzi. Mike Fannuzzi really was a, a, a very talented uh, ath- athlete, Oscar. Mike played, uh, And he could have played a few other positions if they asked him, he would have done it. He's, he was just that type of uh, athlete. Gary Knutson. Knutson. Gary, yeah, Gary was, I think, a running back. Um, I'm not mistaken, I think it was a freshman. He was a senior. Uh, and, um, you know, he did good. He did good.
0: A name that I'll never forget from his freshman year, and I think he may have been a year or two ahead of you, mm-hmm.
2: Doug Kolar. Oh, Doug and I played uh, two years together. Okay. Oh, Incredible. his
0: freshman year, he had something like six or seven touchdowns against Tennessee in a freshman game. And that was supposed to be. That would have either been a year or two before you.
2: That's right. Yeah. And he lived up to his billing. Doug was a great running back. Doug came out of Pennsylvania. And unfortunately, as you well know, Doug died. He before that he played for the New York Giants and did an excellent job up there. Great athlete.
0: Steve Compassi.
2: Steve. Uh, Steve came out of uh, Frankfurt. Uh, we we both uh, uh, had an excellent chemistry together as uh, as as running backs. Uh, he knew my weaknesses, strengths, uh, and we you know we both communicated quite often out there on that field. People, I wish they could. Was he had a microphone? Because Steve and I, <laughs> Steve very. Well, let, me, let me say this: Steve very seldom spoke, but I was always talking. to You Steve. made up for him. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I did, and uh, you know. But anyway, great athlete, a good pe- good good person. Jack Alvarez. <laughs> yeah, Jack was a wide receiver. It was tough. Unfortunately, we just didn't have the quarterbacks that could get to a. Could pass to an excellent receiver like Jack. Dan Neal. Yeah, have Dan, uh, in, uh, just a giant of a, of a lineman. Um, and uh,
0: played a few years in pros. Here. Yes, he did. He played. He played, several, oh, he
2: played several. he played years. And he played for the Bears, and I think Bunt and Stick, I, I believe he got him a ring.
0: Yes. Greg Woods.
2: Greg uh was extremely a good athlete, very fast, um hard working, when I recall, when I look back on that, very very disciplined in in preparing himself off the season. I remember
0: Elmore Stevens.
2: Elmore was uh, a great athlete. He was a tight end here. I think he could have excelled even more so if he had to just stay disciplined on the next level. Uh, he pretty much like 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 I did, I think he only paid maybe one or two years, but a great
0: athlete. Ray Barr.
2: Yeah, Ray, uh excellent athlete. He was big. I think Ray was a receiver as well, and uh did a good job.
0: Cliff Hyde.
2: Cliff was uh one of the freshman quarterbacks that came in from out of Ohio. Nice size, um, but a late bloomer. I consider him like a late bloomer. Billy Tolston. Yeah, Billy Toaston. Billy Toaston was a quarterback. That's right, out of Chicago. Out of
0: Chicago. That's right. Sort of the dual threat quarterback.
2: Billy, you know what? I recall Billy remind me a lot of that quarterback that came out of Tennessee. What was his name? Terry Henry Henry. Well, the I one, that, no, Conroy, Conroy Con- Holloway? Conroy Holloway. He reminded me a lot of Conridge back then. Excellent athlete. Wally Pursuit. Wally uh, Lyman worked very hard, and uh, he worked very hard. Rick Newsom. Incredible athlete. Mm-hmm. I played, uh, played, couple of years with Rick. He was our center. Um, Rick was definitely a, an All-American for me. And I actually had a chance to play with him when I was uh, with the Los Angeles Rams. He was out there. Tom Ehlers. Tom Ehlers. Yeah. Oh, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excellent athlete. I think Tom played defensive end or something. I remember Tom. Yes.
0: Rod Stewart.
2: The running back. The running back. Rod, uh, they Had a were, great
0: game against North Carolina yes, in the Peach
2: Bowl. Yes, they did. They were, they were really dependent on Rod to pick up where I left off, and he did a good job. Chris Hill. Same. They Both of them great athletes.
0: Randy Burke.
2: Randy Burke. Uh, Randy, for the four years that I was there, out of all the receivers – Randy Burke was the most talented receiver that UK had. Unfortunately, he didn't have a quarterback to get him him the ball. And he went on, though. I think Randy ended up playing with the Baltimore Coats. He did. He did. I want to say
0: in the late 70s. That's right. Dallas Owens.
2: Dallas uh, was, of course, a local boy here, and he did a – Excellent job. I think he played at Fayed Lafayette or something like that. He was
0: Tom Dornbrook, lineman, offensive lineman.
2: Yes, excellent, excellent lineman. Big, young Tom came in as a freshman and, and played.
0: Dan Fowler,
2: excellent lineman, um, offensive lineman. Danny Fowler. I was surprised that uh, Danny didn't play in the NFL for years, because he was just that talented and that, you know, that great here.
0: Bill Bartos.
2: Bill was a running back, and he did a good job. Warren Bryant. Warren Bryant, uh, of course, uh, is an All-American. Uh, during that time, uh, even from high school. And when he came to the collegiate level, level Warren lived up to Billings. He's an All-American here, and he would go down as one of the greatest offensive linemen, leading versus Kentucky, recruited and played here. Blank. Jerry Bland. Yeah, Jerry, uh, Jerry actually should have been a linebacker. They put him at a nose guard the time that I was here. And it was pretty obvious that uh, when he went to the pros, they, he played as a linebacker. But he was a great athlete here. Great athlete.
0: Another great one, Art Steele.
2: Oh, same. The same with uh, Art and Warren Bryant, except you know, one was offense, the other defense. Perfect.
0: Ed Singleton.
2: Excellent lineman.
0: Bob Winkle.
2: Bob came out of Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken, but, but he was an offensive lineman, and he did he did a good job here. Rick Fromm. Rick Fromm, uh, you know, good athlete. He was a hard worker, uh, on and off the field. And but Rick was more of a He showed a lot of leadership. He kept the, you know, he just really kept the team pretty much at the the level that we needed to be. Tom Ranieri. Tom Ranieri, very smart, good linebacker, played well. Jim Hovey. Hovey was a linebacker linebacker from uh, Louisville. He was big, tough. And, uh, you know, he just didn't get the credit that he, he deserved. Jim kovacs Oh, you know, Jim kovacs great linebacker. I can't remember what area. I think he was from. He was from
0: Ohio. Was he really? Yeah, from up around Toledo, somewhere up there. Wow.
2: Well, I know what I'm thinking. Jim played for the New Orleans, New Orleans That's Saints. Right. That's, That's right. That's what I'm trying to think. And south. he was going to med school in the off season. That's right. Yeah. Very smart, uh, excellent linebacker. Great linebacker. <laughs> Ray Carr. Ray Carr was uh, a defensive back out of Louisville and did an incredible job.
0: Mm-hmm. Chess Riddle.
2: Chess Riddle from my hometown. Chase uh, was a wide receiver when we were in high school. He came here. They played him at a wide receiver. Then I believe they put him at a defensive back. And he was just nothing but a hard worker. Um, and uh, just did everything to contribute towards the team, and was very, very smart. He was a smart football player.
0: One of the guys I always loved watching play the game was Mike Sagalas.
2: Mike Sagalas was just a beast. He wasn't very big, but he was something. pound for pound. Oh, he was special. Tony Gray. Tony Gray was. Uh, Tony came here as a quarterback. However, they changed, they uh, they switched him to a safety, and he did an excellent job.
0: Mike Emanuel.
2: Mike Emanuel was a linebacker, a little on the small side, but he was very tough.
0: Terry Haynes.
2: Terry Haynes, who was my former we were roommates. Uh, Terry came in as a running back out of Tennessee from Murfreesboro, 6'3, 240. However, Coach Kersey thought we were weak in the uh, defensive end area, placed Terry at defensive end, and he did an excellent job. So it was Art on one end and Terry was on the other And They They made it happen. They made it happen. (laughs) Frank LeMaster. Frank LeMaster, incredible linebacker. Uh, He's a local uh, uh, student athlete here went on and played uh, in the league for years, and we're not surprised. That's just a good bloodline there. John Pierce. John Pierce uh, came out of, I think, Cynthiana. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, just an incredible – he was just an incredible uh, kicker. Uh, we couldn't have uh, won several games without John. I did? think he had a big
0: uh, a career – not just a career, I think it was – a. U.K. record 53-yarder against LSU. That's right. Bubba McCollum.
2: Bubba played nose guard. uh, And, of course, Bubba was from uh, the Louisville area. Uh, Bubba lived up to his billings. He was an excellent ball player, and I think he ended up playing for the Houston Oilers for maybe a year or two. Uh, But really an outstanding ball player. You remember Buckshot Underwood? Oh, Of course, I remember Buck. Yes, I do. Tell me a Buckshot
0: Underwood uh, story.
2: Oh, I, you know, Buck. You know,
0: he he was, well, was first of all. Let's tell our audience that he was equipment manager for like
2: 200 years. That's correct. That's correct. But Buck moved himself on up as a as an assistant coach, and he did an excellent job. Had uh, so many uh, so many uh, stories to tell, and. And Some so, of them you can't tell on the air. That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> good memories though. Frank Ham. Yeah, Coach Ham was uh, the same. Just a good motivator. Uh, loved the game, and he contributed a lot to this program.
0: Your memories of your first college coach, John Ray.
2: Coach Ray. What you, you know, what you saw on the field was the man off the field. Um, and that was, to me, as far as I'm concerned, was uh, just uh, an excellent role model in every capacity you want to, you know, that you can think of, you know, as, as a coach, as a father and a friend. Uh, he was He was uh, a wildcat.
0: Fran Kersey.
2: Coach Kersey turned his program around like no other coach except Bur Bryant. And it speaks for itself. His record speaks for itself. He brought in some of the greatest athletes that, that Kentucky have had in 50 years.
0: Who's your all time favorite athlete?
2: Yeah, well, it goes back to someone that I, we spoke about early, and that was Gail Sayers, it's in terms of what I enjoy doing from the beginning of, uh, of being an athlete. I think Gail Sayers goes in that category, and um, I, I would consider him.
0: After 65 years, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite all-time food? You had one special last meal. What would it be?
2: (laughs) What would it be? Mm. Well, why don't we just make it traditional and say Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that.
0: Your favorite all-time entertainer.
2: Favorite all-time entertainer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pay to go watch or see today if he were alive?
2: <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, my favorite all-time entertainer. That, that's a tough one. Uh, uh, Oscar, where do you come up with these questions? Uh, and it's...
0: I mean, it could be a singer. It yeah, could be, I know, I uh, know. It could be the Rat Pack. Yeah, that's you true know? too, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: My favorite, uh, well, why don't we just go with James Brown? There <laughs> okay. you go, there you
0: go, there you
2: go. Your favorite movie of all time? That's, that's a good one. You know, I was always a Clint Eastwood fan. High Plains Drifter. <laughs> Was my favorite.
0: (laughs) Your favorite sports team of all time? College. College and then pro.
2: My favorite sports team would be Kentucky. Okay. Basketball and football.
0: Best college game you ever played?
2: Mississippi State.
0: In Jackson?
2: In Jackson.
0: Tell me a little bit about it.
2: I just think the Stars was lined up perfectly, perfectly for the Wildcats. And I end up that evening going o- running over 200 yards and four touchdowns within the third quarter. And the coach told me to sit down. We don't need you anymore for the game. Get ready for next week.
0: I can remember that game like it was last year and I was in hazard and there was no TV. And listening to that like it was like, am I hearing what I believe I'm hearing? And I don't think anybody in the SEC was expecting that game that night. How many yards you
2: end up with? Uh, over 200, I recall. But I I do remember Coach uh, Kos- Morelovich. Called down on the field, and he told Coach Kersey that the Bulldogs are stacking on one side, and they're leaving only two men on the on the opposite side, basically the strong side, my strong side. Their weak side, he said. Just Sonny can beat the two men on the weak side nobody's going to catch it just give it to him and that's what they did so we lined basically everyone to their side of the defense and they had basically two men like from from the center we only we had guard I had a guard and tackle and they only had two men over the guard and tackle. And all they had to do was just open, block open, and it was done. I mean, I'd, I'd go for 30, 40, 50 yards. <laughs> and, of course, uh, I
0: believe that was your sophomore year too, wasn't sophomore it? Sophomore year, yeah. Part we, of we, that
2: make-a-new-player-of-the-year game. Yeah, yeah. They made they made a mistake, and they didn't adjust. We, they, we thought we thought something was wrong. They, I, I'm, they're just assuming that – by, we lining up to the strong side. That we were gonna to go to the strong side, but we didn't. And uh, did did friend near the
0: end of the game feel like maybe they pulled you too quickly? Because the final score is 42 34
2: Well, no, not really. Uh, he, you know, the, the the game was. I mean, you, know, you had a big lead before. Oh, we game. did. Yeah, we did. And so, you know, he was allowing other players to go in there. Just hold it. Just keep running the clock down. They can't, they can't beat us. He had all the confidence in the world that they couldn't, they couldn't beat us.
0: In the, uh, in the other direction, the most forgettable game you ever played in?
2: I think it was the Penn State game. They kind of took that from us up there. Uh, I think we lost maybe by three or four points or maybe seven points, but they took it from me. It was, uh, it was a very. 10 to 3. Yeah, they, they, uh, they called back a few touchdowns from us. And, um,
0: you didn't get was, to take the SEC officials up there, we obviously.
2: That's right. <laughs> they just couldn't believe what we were doing because I ended up uh, against Penn State. I think uh, maybe getting over 150 yards against them, or something like that.
0: What's the best college player you have played
2: against In
0: your four years here?
2: i tell you who I did admire, and I wish I could, he was a lineman for Alabama. Was it, was it uh, what was his name? He was an All-American there. Um, gosh, I wish I could think of his name. He was big. He was John Hanna. Yeah, John yeah. Hanna,
0: yeah. You got him. He was. Best college team you faced in your four
2: years here? Alabama. That same team? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think we played Alabama my freshman year, too. Look at 72. Did we play Alabama in 1972? Yes, you did. It That's was what I thought. That's when I remember, 35 John. to nothing. Yes, right. Yeah.
0: That was yeah. Most exciting football moment in your career. What One moment.
2: My first touchdown against Vanderbilt, freshman.
0: What did it feel like?
2: I wanted, I wanted more. I knew I'd arrive. That's what it took for me to get into the end zone. And I, and I recall looking back from that point on.
0: Most hostile stadium you played in? Florida.
2: Florida was the most hostile.
0: In which place, probably the same answer here. They had the most hostile
2: fans. Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was your biggest disappointment in your career here?
2: My senior year.
0: For but, all of us. Best decision you ever made sports-wise in your life?
2: My best decision was to attend University of Kentucky.
0: What's the worst decision you ever made in sports?
2: I think uh, from which we talked about it earlier was the Vanderbilt game auburn game Vanderbilt oh
0: Vanderbilt
2: Where I, I broke my leg. Oh the yes. worst decision yeah, Where, you know, now, just how
0: devastating was that when everything's going good? Had you ever had any kind of a, a injury before either in high school that uh, or was this just the first time in life, oh wow
2: it was one of those, oh wow. Because it was too. I, I, it was I mean, that point. was
0: that was a big event because that was a, an ABC regional it game. It was. It was. And not only that, you you were coming in into the stadium your second year, and and all of a sudden you had all this excitement. Uh, Muhammad Ali was at the game with John Y. Brown. Uh, right. Booy Kuhn, the commissioner of baseball, was Happy Chandler's guest, That's right. and the entertainer. Uh, Glenn Campbell was on the sideline wearing his Kentucky hat, and yeah. I mean, it was like,
2: it's here. And I should have won. Uh, I, I would have, if I didn't have the injury, Oscar. I, w- I would have went past the, hundred, uh, the thousand yard that game. I hit. I went in in the game with 900 yards. The first half, I ended up with probably, which ended up th- 73 yards, something like that. So. Here I had 73 yards first, the first quarter, one touchdown. I relaxed. It was just too overconfidence in myself. And I relaxed and broke my oh, and broke my leg. So I ended up that season with 973 yards with two games left. Mm. And uh, of course, the following game we played Florida, and we beat Florida. And each one of those running backs for Kentucky. I think they both got over 100 yards. I would have got my 100 as well if I had a chance to play, you know. So that that alone would have said, you know, probably another SEC player of the year and so on and so on, you know.
0: After yeah. all these years, mm-hmm. you still got two of the most important records in Kentucky football. Mm-hmm. You're the career leader in rushing yardage. You have the most 100-yard games at 18. Uh, Benny Snell Jr., who is a junior this year and probably most likely will go pro at the end of the year, has 13 and it could catch you. Uh, how do you feel about records and how you feel about uh, uh, the longevity of the two that you've
2: got? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first of all, you know records are meant to be broken. And you know, Benny is is moving in the right direction. He's a great running back, and eventually, you know, doesn't have any injuries uh, of that nature. I think he will surpass that record with no problem whatsoever. And moves what the other,
0: uh, the longevity of him.
2: Of the uh, other records uh,
0: of your uh, all-time uh, passing I, yard, I yeah. mean rushing yardage.
2: Yes, I, I, I'm just as surprised as others that it's been around. As we said earlier, when we we're talking. I, Mo Williams could have easily broken that record ten or twelve years ago, but during that time, I believe that's when you were able to go into the draft and he made the right decision and uh, he moved on um, but uh, it, uh, it stands for itself.
0: Other than your parents, who's been the most influential person in your life?
2: Well I'm very spiritual. Other per- Well if you say in person or what but spiritually you know I I have I have very strong faith outside of my parents. They taught me that, Oscar. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it is. You know, I I I believe in God and and it speaks for itself, Oscar.
0: If you had your first sixty five years to live over again, is there anything that you would do differently?
2: these 65 years has been extraordinary for me. And I'm, I'm thankful. So I would leave it at that Oscar. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to um, be here, born here in Kentucky having an incredible family, an incredible community, being able to come to a school that has tradition with both football and basketball and I attended that school and graduated. Now these have been good, these 65 years it's been good for me. I can't think of anything better. But I appreciate you asking that question. That's a, that's, that's I cool. was going to ask you,
0: how would you like to be remembered, but you've just answered that. Thank you. Sonny, you don't know how much you've made my day Again, I'm not lying. I don't have to ask God for forgiveness tonight. You still look like you're thirty years old.
2: <laughs> Thanks for Thank being you, a Oscar. I, thank you so much for inviting me. and i if I have an opportunity right now, I, I would like to say to the um, to the fans the you know the Kentucky fans that I do appreciate the love and support they've given me throughout my career. And I want to thank you.
1: Our many thanks to Sonny Collins for joining Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's and Double Dogs. Part one with Sonny, that's episode 75, and that can be found at oscarcombs.com. You can also find many more episodes of Conversations, including former football cats Tim Couch, Marty Moore, Dave Hopewell, Phil Greer, and Joe Bryant. All episodes of Conversations can be downloaded for free to your mobile device through iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Search for at Wildcat News and subscribe, and each episode will be automatically downloaded to your mobile device and ready for you to listen to at your convenience. Tracking the cats, you can do that on Twitter with Oscar. Follow the big O on Twitter, he's at Wildcat News. I'm Bo Robinson thanking you for listening to this episode of Conversations with Oscar Combs presented by Rafferty's and Double Dogs. And as always, Go Big Blue.